Hi podcast listeners, this is Prash back with another episode. Over the last couple of weeks, we've received a ton of questions from you on the podcast, so today's show will be fully dedicated to answering these. Some of the questions we're going to cover today will be around the frequently mentioned clean air plan and the upcoming charges, followed by questions around ratings, loyalty, Uber exec, airports, tipping, driver destinations, and service fee. So make sure to stay tuned until the end. To discuss this, we've got Zoltan in the studio from our driver engagement team. Welcome, Zoltan. Hey, Prash, and uh, yeah, thanks for having me. So first up, let's answer some questions around clean air, the congestion charge, and ULEZ. You ready? Yeah, let's kick this off. Awesome. So firstly, we've got a question from Umesh in London. Uh, And Umesh says, I work in central London all the time and drive diesel hybrid vehicle. Uh, I'm really concerned about the congestion charge and ULEZ, which I think I have to pay. So is there anything Uber has planned for me or us to continue working in central London and keep on providing our services through the Uber platform? Thanks. Hey, Umesh, and thanks for your question. Uh, We do understand your your concern, uh, and we're actually working on solutions to support Uber drivers on the app. So far, the the biggest benefit for Uber drivers today is the EV assistance towards a future electric vehicle, uh, which means you won't have to pay ULEZ or or the congestion charge um, in the future. As you remember, uh, in January, uh, we launched the the clean air plan. um, And as part of that, a 15p per mile clean air fee is being added to all trips picked up in London, which means essentially that every driver in London is collecting this fee on each of their trip. The money raised will go towards helping each driver upgrade to an electric vehicle in the future. And essentially, the more miles a driver drives on trip over the next few months and years, uh, the more EV assistance they can claim in the future. We also believe that drivers will need to seriously consider an electric vehicle in the near future. So if you're thinking about purchasing your next vehicle, uh, we would definitely advise to to look into electric makes and, and models. Alternatively, there are plenty of exclusively discounted Uber hybrid rentals that you can opt for meaning that you won't need to pay the ULEZ charge. Awesome. Thanks a lot, Zoltan. Thanks for uh, addressing Umesh's question. Next up, we've got a question from Doros Georgiou from London. Uh, And Doros says, I'd like to see a feature where a driver can choose to work in a particular area for as long as they like. This has come about because of the new ULEZ charge that TfL are implementing from 8th of April 2019. Many drivers, including myself, cannot afford to purchase another vehicle, especially when their present vehicle is running very well. And because of our high mileage, the resale value would be very low, so it would benefit us to keep our present vehicles. For example, if the Uber system was to have a feature where the driver wasn't allowed to go into the central London congestion charge zone, like you did with some of the roads in Hackney, uh, or if the driver could tick boxes within the app as to where they wanted to work from. For example, a box could say, out of ULEZ zone or Hertfordshire or Enfield or North, South, East, West London, etc. This way, the driver never has to pay the daily congestion charge up until at least 2025. Yeah, Doris, uh, that's a really good question. Uh, it's quite detailed. I like that. So what I can say is that we're really working on, on solutions here. Uh, you know, it is top priority for us. So we'll we'll get back to you once, once we have answers. But... Um, I can assure you, we we are truly working on this hard. Thanks, Zoltan. We'll look out for that one. So next up, Umar Zaman from London, uh, who asks, 
How is the clean air charge going to help partners who are renting cars to drive and have no plan to buy electric cars? Good question, Omar. Yeah, absolutely. So a driver's electric vehicle assistance uh, will help partner drivers who choose to rent too. This EV assistance uh, will become a rental discount weekly, uh, but we'll provide more details uh, over time on, on how this option will, will work out. Great, thanks Zoltan. So next up, Parvez from London, uh, who says, after December 2019, would we be able to use our XL vehicles, that is diesel, on the Uber platform? Yes, Parvez, of course. Uh, we will still be accepting all vehicles that comply with our vehicle requirements. Um, to check this, you can go to our website. There have been also lots of questions around the previous restrictions uh, we'd previously announced back in uh, 2017. But let me assure you, we are no longer committed to restrict the app for diesel and petrols by the end of 2019 in London. We definitely want drivers to be in control uh, when they upgrade. So it's not on us to set restrictions above and beyond TFL. Okay, really good to clear that one up, thanks. So next, Mubidi from London, uh, who submitted this. From 8th of April 2019, private hire vehicles entering the congestion charge zone between 7 and 6 p.m. Monday to Friday will need to pay the £11.50 daily charge. Will this charge be added to the fares that will enter the congestion charge zone? Thanks for that question, Mubidi. Uh, yeah, let me assure you that here at Uber, the whole team is working really hard to, to come up with solutions here. Uh, so uh, we'll keep you posted in the next couple of weeks. Great, look forward to hearing on that one pretty soon. Next up, Stephen Barnett from London, who says, my weekly statement shows uh, a section which is a clean air fee with fare component of £63.63. His question is, how much will he be able to claim towards an EV in the future, subject to the conditions of the EV plan? Is it £63.63 minus £15.70, the 25% commission? Um, equaling £47.13, or is it not? Yes, yeah, Stephen, happy to answer that. So the cleaner fee is not subject to any commission, uh, meaning if you decide to claim your EV assistance in the future, it will not be subject to uh, the service fee. Once you upgrade into an EV, you will receive the clean air fee as part of your trip fare, which will then be subject to a uh, service fee. Thanks for answering these. Yeah, no problem, Prash. Yeah, also I wanted to uh, point out that we have a blog post that covers lots of questions uh, you might have around clean air and the upcoming charges from, from TFL. Uh, the web address for this is t.uber.com slash clean air. Cool. So on to ratings. First question, we have John Bullock from Cardiff, um, who says... I just wonder how the ratings actually work. Uh, I average per week between 20 to 30 five-star ratings, and my rating does not go up. And yet the moment I'm given a four or a three, and he's never been rated below three, um, my ratings go down ASAP. Yeah, happy to explain. So John, your rating is an average of your last 500 rated trips, and this will change as you complete more trips. So if you've completed less than 500 trips, you'll still see an average from all the trips uh, you've taken before. Got it, super clear. Thanks, Zoltan. Next up, Irfan from Manchester, um, who submitted this. 
Is there any way I can stop low rated rider jobs coming to me? I'm a 4.99 rated driver and keep receiving low rated rider jobs affecting my acceptance rate. I even had a 3.4 rider. How is that rider still on the Uber platform? Uh, other countries, um, Uber doesn't allow them, he says. Thank you. Thanks, Jafan, for your question. Yeah, that's a, a very uh, valid concern you have. But yeah, so there's currently no way uh, to stop receiving trip requests from riders with uh, lower ratings. However, it is always within your rights not to accept the trip request. You know, when the trip request comes through, uh, you're able to see uh, the rating of the rider too. In line with the majority of countries globally, uh, we do not currently restrict access to the app for riders based solely on, on low ratings. However, Prash and, and Irfan, I want to point out that we do restrict access to the app uh, to riders that have unsafe patterns of behavior, you know, such as multiple low severity complaints from drivers or, or you know, any other serious safety complaints. Irfan, what I can say and to all the other partner drivers is that if you are ever made to feel unsafe by a rider, whether they have a high or a low rating, be sure to report this to Uber so that we can follow up and, and take uh, action where necessary. Cool, and then final question on ratings comes from Ali Reza Kashefpour from London, who asks, are drivers who achieve good ratings during a period, do they get any incentives from Uber? Ali Reza, yeah, that's a very valid question. And yeah, I do agree that we currently don't do enough to recognize and reward high quality drivers. Uh, we have actually a team dedicated to improving this and they're working on launching a program that will reward drivers who gives quality service. So keep up the good ratings, Ali Reza, and watch the space. On to exec, which I know a lot of partner drivers in London have questions about. Um, so we have one from Amran Hanif, um, who asks, I'm a driver on 4.98 at the moment, so probably one of the best drivers on the Uber app. Why are you not encouraging me to work more with Uber by getting me on the Uber executive platform? At the moment, it makes me look at other companies like Addison Lee, MyWhip and other executive companies who are happy to pass me executive work. I'm Ron. Yeah, definitely agree that your 4.98 rating is outstanding. That's really good. Now, with Exec, what we're doing now is we're currently reviewing our entire portfolio, uh, including, you know, all the premium products. The reason we previously stopped onboarding new Exec and Lux drivers in London was because there was just not enough rider demand to keep uh, Exec and Lux drivers busy. So. We already started to begin this portfolio review, so stay tuned for, for more updates here uh, in the coming months. Next up, I know this is Zoltan's favorite, airports. And first we've got Shabir from Bolton who asked, why has Uber stopped showing position in the queue at Manchester Airport? It's making life difficult not knowing how many drivers are waiting. Yes, that's a very good question, Shabir. So, this is an ongoing issue uh, that we have at Manchester Airport where the queue numbers aren't showing in the app. We are in talks with Manchester Airport to find an alternate car park for waiting and once this is finalised we will revamp the uh, airport experience at Manchester. Great, thanks Sultan. So next up Victor Mingle from London um, who asks, why am I waiting at Heathrow Airport for almost five hours when I did a drop off and was told to go and wait on the app? My day is messed up and I'm very disappointed. 
I was made to understand that if you drop off, you get priority. Please, this has to be sorted out, as five hours waiting is too long. Victor, that's a good question. Unfortunately, rematches aren't guaranteed for every airport drop-off. They actually vary depending on, on demand. You know, a rematch is unlikely to happen if there are a higher amount of drop-offs happening at the airport uh, compared to the pickups. So yeah, let me just explain. So let's take, for example, if we have 20 drop-offs at the airport in a given time period and 10 pickups in the same time period, that means that only 50% of the drop-offs will be then rematched with a pickup request. Uh, so this, this explains why you weren't matched with another airport trip immediately when you dropped off at the airport. What I can advise is that in the future, just uh, head back to the designated waiting area after dropping off at the airport. You know, if a rematch is available to you, you'll receive a request on the way. Cheers Zoltan, thanks for clearing that up. So final question on airports comes from Glasgow and it's Kenneth Mackle who asks, can we clarify the airport waiting area plus who gets the job? Is it a car waiting for 30 minutes in the waiting area or just a car dropping off at the airport? If it's the car that is just dropping off, what's the point waiting at the waiting zone? Yeah, some more airport questions. That's always good. Yeah, so Kenneth, uh, a driver that's dropping off at the airport is always given priority. Uh, we launched this rematch feature to improve the drop-off experience for partners at the airport, as well as reducing wait times for, for riders. Uh, overall, you know, just trying to make the airport experience and trips more efficient. From your feedback and our own analysis, we know that drivers often head to the airport empty in order to get a ride request back to the city. Um, however, our analysis tells us that this is inefficient for your earnings as you are likely to earn more in the same time if you drive in the city than go to the airport empty just for a return trip to the city. Um, so the most efficient time to wait for an airport ride request back to the city is, is when you're actually dropping someone off at the airport. Kenneth, however, if you still want to go to the airport empty to wait for a ride request, you know, we suggest uh, you go when waiting times are shorter. Okay, and we're actually gonna move on to a new subject now, which is driver destinations. Um, and we've got first question in from Dan in Bristol, um, who says, only two destinations is not enough. At the end of my shift in the last 45 minutes, I'm too scared to accept a job in case it takes me way out west out of my way. And it could be over an hour by the time I return and make my way home. For hours I finish at 5 a.m., but I have to stop Uber work by 4.15 a.m. Yeah, we, we know that the driver destination is an important feature for drivers and for this reason, we aim for it to work as optimally as possible for, for everyone. Um, part of the reason we reduced destinations from 6 to 2 was because the increased number of destinations resulted in higher wait times for, for riders, um, but more importantly, uh, longer pickup ETAs for, for drivers. So. We do understand that there's still room for, for improvement, which is why we are still looking to improve the experience this year. Uh, so look out for some more uh, updates in the coming months. Okay, thanks Zoltan, thanks for, for explaining that. Um, we're actually moving on again to, uh, to another, uh, another topic, which is my particular favorite and that's tipping. Um, so Jeff Edwards from Liverpool asked, 
You introduced the tipping facility on the app without us having the facility to thank the rider. Why? Yep, we heard you loud and clear on this one. This is a popular piece of feedback and it's something uh, that we're currently working on with our product teams uh, in San Francisco to uh, bring to you. It hopefully shouldn't take uh, too long till you have this feature in the app, so stay tuned. Thanks a lot Zoltan, I thought that was a really great question that came in from Jeff, so appreciate you taking the time to, uh, to talk about how we're addressing it. Next up, a question on service fee from John in London. Is Uber going to drop its commission to 15% as there are many apps launching or have already launched who have this benefit already? I feel Uber will lose a lot of drivers as I've seen this already. Good question, John. Yeah, so we're committed to providing the best app and support to all partner drivers. The service fee actually ensures that we can continue to improve our offering uh, and there are no current plans to change this. Over the last years, we have introduced dozens of new features, including you know, the new driver app for more transparency, a free AXA insurance coverage, uh, which includes sickness, injury, maternity and paternity payments. We then also introduced driver advisory groups to formalize how we listen to and respond to feedback. And uh, yeah, we, we continue to invest heavily in, in growing uh, rider demand. Um, in fact, you may have seen uh, recent campaigns online and on outdoor advertising spaces uh, near you. Also, as I mentioned earlier, uh, we're also working on launching a program that will reward drivers uh, who give quality service. So yeah, stay tuned. Sultan, sounds good. And thanks for answering all of these questions. Thanks, Prash, for having me on this week's episode. And yeah, make sure to uh, submit your questions to Prash and the team here uh, via our uh, podcast page. For sure. So with that, we come to the end of another episode. As always, if you have any questions or feedback, just make sure you submit them via our podcast page on t.uber.com forward slash UK podcasts. Drive safe and have a good one.